everyone. How are you doing today? Welcome to Solutions with Anna Donahue on this incredible Thursday. Thank you for tuning in with us. Oh my goodness, I love this message. We are going to do part two today of Sing a New Song. So really think about this. Say you're on our YouTube channel, which you should be. You can subscribe. Go to our website, AnnaDonahueMinistries.com, and you'll see our shows and click subscribe. But you can watch part one and then either watch this live, but you will always have part two and get the entirety of this message because this is powerful. I'm even, you know, in prayer to say, Lord, is this what you're speaking to our 2021 that we are all going to have a new song to sing because he wants us to. Well, our story takes place with David and we're in Psalm 40 verses one through three. So I'm going to reread those. I read them on the first video. I'm going to read them again. And then I'm going to give you today, today two ways that you can know you're out of that pit. Have you been in a pit? Maybe you didn't get to watch last week's show yet. A pit is that abysmal sinking sand feeling where you, you, you just can't get your bearings. And sometimes you don't even know how you got in it. There are different pits. Is that not true? I'm not here to, you know, magnify the pits, but sometimes you need to know, wow, I kind of did that to myself, maybe through my thinking or or through, you know, maybe it's a financial thing and you really just didn't steward your money right. Or it happens to all of us until we wake up and say, oh my gosh, I think I blew it. Or maybe someone's done it to you. That can happen, folks. Man, humanity, I mean, we do our best. Maybe someone's talked about you. Maybe you've come from an environment where you just, you know, have been mistreated. And I'm so sorry. And it's put you into a pit. I got good news. You don't have to stay in. I don't care what the pit is. You don't have to stay in it. God has made provision for you to come out of the pit. And that's what this psalm, P-S-A-L-M, even though we're going to be talking about songs today, that's what David is saying. He said, I was in a pit. I was sinking fast. And he says, God reached his arm and pulled me up out of that sinking feeling. I've had that. Have you ever had a sinking feeling? Man, you got to arrest that thing fast. You got you to wake up from that kind of stuff and say, no, that's not my lot in life. And you got to get firm. You got to get real determined on that. But that's probably another teaching. Let's read Psalm 41 through 3 together. I'm in the Amplified version. It's called Classic, Amplified Classic. I've seen some people say Classified. Uh, it's just a, they take the words and they pull them and stretch them for you. Psalm 41 through 3. David says, I waited patiently. Get last week's teaching to find out what happens when you wait. And expectantly and relied completely, critical, for the Lord. That, that stuff, as we say, will preach to the cows come home. Are you waiting expectantly? Are you relying completely on God as you wait? He inclined to me. I said last week, that means he literally laid down. It's, same, it's the same thing as with the leper. Do you remember how in the New Testament, everyone fled when the leper came? And it says that Jesus literally laid down, studied out in the Greek, laid down to help the leper. Not only touch him, but laid down to heal him. I, there's an anointing 
on this message because I can't even stay on my notes. I'm telling you right now, God is leaning, laying down, reaching to you right now. You say, well, what do I do? Just, re- just You can close your eyes. You can receive it. You can say, God, really? Are you really reaching out to me? Yes. Yes, he is. He inclined to me. He heard my cry. And he pulls me. He's pictured him pulling you. He drew me up out of that horrible pit. And he set my feet on a rock. I love this next line. He steadied my steps and established my goings. I'm going to get into that today. That's today. I love the thought that God establishes me. I love that. It's not all on my shoulders. If I've blown it, I got a rock to come back to and say, I got off track. I don't know what, where do I go now? He will pull you back and get you back on the right rails and establish. I'm doing this because I'm putting my feet on a rock. He'll establish your goings. It's him. Not you, it's him. He'll do it. Gave me secure footing, the Amplified says. He put a new song in my mouth. A new song. I'm going to get to that today. Praise to God. What are you singing? What are you singing? What's coming out of your mouth? Many will see and fear. They're going to revere and worship. And then they're going to put their trust and reliance in God. This is what David did. This is what we're to do. Listen to the first part on your YouTube uh, from last week to get that first part. But today, two ways you really know, I'm out of that pit. I'm out of that pit. Number one way, you're able to stand. You can now stand. Remember what it was like when you were slipping? You know, I've counseled people all my life. I myself have gone through just terrible times of anxiety. We, there's a phrase we use that would be called, what triggers it? Triggers. I can remember sometimes in the early years, like I would hear a phrase or someone would say something and it would trigger anxiety in me. For someone it might be, yeah, they got on an airplane and they had to spend 10 hours to get over to Europe and, you know, back in the day, I'd be like, ah, oh, that would trigger anxiety in me. Hey, I got to tell you a funny story on that. I teach in the uh, Bethesda College class. This is just a funny story, so I hope no one, gosh, Lord, don't get offended by anything. It's just fun. So uh, we have a dear, uh, my daughter has a dear friend. We had this huge hurricane hit, and so the power was out everywhere. And I'm kind of a determined kind of person. I thought, I'm not missing a class. I'm going to make sure I teach that class. And I was willing, you know what I was going to do? Sit in my car with my phone and teach that class because I had power in the car, you know, the car engine to teach. Long story real short, this precious little girl, hey, Miss Anna, I'm in the uh, science department at LSU. Now watch, I'm in the science department. And you can use our conference room. we got full Wi-Fi, et cetera. So Hannah, our daughter, and I go down there. And talking about anxiety and when you feel your feet slipping and what, what are triggers. I do my whole class. And uh, folks, I, if, if, I think it's wonderful. I have a library. I re, I'm on a new book. I try to read a book about every two weeks, one to two weeks, a new book. So we turn around and their bookshelves, you know, are packed with what these doctors and professors. Now, look, I'm just having fun. I, I'm just not a doctor or I'm a professor of the Bible. 
But uh, some of these books are this thick, and I, <laughs> we pulled them off the shelf, and I, I didn't, I, I, and I'm kind of literate. I mean, you know, I went to school. I understand something. I couldn't even understand the titles. So the three of us are standing there reading some of these brilliant works. Thank God that that's their gifting. And our daughter said, Mom, I'm getting, I'm, I'm just, I, the anxiety's hitting me when I'm trying to read these titles of these books. You had to be there, but it was so hysterical because we were all in the same boat of, this is so not my area of expertise. These titles were this long and full-on brilliant, and I'm not cutting any of us down. I'm just saying, triggers, back to my point of anxiety, right? That was triggering our anxiety, like word problems. We were all like, oh, my God, i got to get out of here. But um, two ways you know. If you're out of the pit, you're able to now stand. What once rocked you, those triggers of anxiety, no more. God has pulled you out. Think about this with me, folks. Go somewhere with me. Let's use flying. I used this example before. Let's say 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I had some triggers of the thought of being in a, as my sister would say, a tin can in the air, right? So I remember I would hear all that and I would think, yeah, it's true. It's like a tin can, you're like in a sardine can and you're sitting there. Okay, I'm just saying, and I have shared this before that God gave me a strong vision because my husband was traveling all the time at the time of how God was undergirding him with his angels and with himself to make sure nothing happened in that plane. Just saying, now I stand. He pulled me out of that miry thinking and I stand. And so can you. Two ways you know that you have been rescued by God and you're out of the pit. Number one, you're able to stand. What used to take you down, you have been doing your homework, you and the Holy Ghost, and he's now having you. That, that trigger, that line can come in front of you. That person can come around you. That, that memory of trauma can be brought up. You're changed. You're standing because you're on the rock. You're not on your own, on your own uh, strength anymore. You're not on quicksand. You're not sinking anymore because you recognize he's in me and he's doing a mighty work in me. I'm standing. Those comments. You all, you, you will, I feel like I'm having a word for someone. Someone's giving you some comments and it's really put you in kind of a pit. Look, man, look. I promise because he promises. If you will put it on an altar, gosh, I have a word for you. And if you will give it to him, he'll breathe on that thing. He'll send his fire on that thing. You will change in the process. You will come out of that pit so changed, really with even an understanding of why that was even spoken or done to you. Maybe it was in, I don't know where. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. You'll get some clear understanding and you will stand instead of crumbling when the trigger hits. Golly, I hope that helps you. All because you cried out to God and looked to him. And he reached down and pulled you out of that pit. Amen. Establishing your goings. It's one of my favorite lines. Established. I have clear direction. I have focus. In fact, the girls will tease me. Sometimes I'll say, well, maybe I should try to, you know, rub, wrap this Stay in your lane, and oh, yes, you're, you're right. Stay in my lane, because I know my strength. He's established me. 
If I get too far out here and their giftings, I'm like, oh my, they're, no, it's their gifts. They're flowing. Our team flows because we're doing our lanes. We're established. He's, we're standing. Two ways you know you've been brought out of the pit. You're able to stand where you once fell. Number two, gosh, you have a new song where once you sang fill in the blank, different he put how'd you get a new song he put it in there he put it in there and you're so excited about it because he pulled you up you were sinking and he got you he heard you cry he pulled you up and he put a song just look at some of these things about a song I love this he gives you one a song expresses something no amount of spoken words can articulate isn't that true you ever find yourself just humming away, sitting at your kitchen, uh, standing at your kitchen sink, doing those dishes and you're singing? Something that just words can't articulate. He gave us the ability to sing. I'm talking a real I'm talking singing. You say, you mean like a real song? Yeah. Singing out of your belly something. Um, I, I want you to think of this. I, I kind of said, talked about it last week with Job, but here's the reference, Job 38, 7. When the universe was brought into existence, Job 38, 7 says, the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Look up one of my other YouTubes where I talk about how many stars there are in the universe. Can you imagine them singing? The stars are singing. I don't know, it's just, man, come on. How big is our God? And yet he's putting a song in you to sing. Not the same old, same old, dirge, dark, crummy song, a new song. He wants to put a new song in your mouth. Having a new song doesn't necessarily mean everything around you's changed. That'd be great if that were the case. Doesn't matter, almost. Having a new song means you've changed. You're rising. You're, you're becoming who he made you to be from the very foundations of the world. And that song that was always buried in there is starting to come up. You know it. You feel it. You're like, I have a, a team member who says, I feel like a lion on the inside. She's rising up. Something new that's always been there because of Christ is starting to rise through her. We all see it and we rejoice with her. The same is for you. He puts a new song in you. Woo! A couple more things on the song before we close out. Um, Psalm 32, 7. You surround me with songs of deliverance. What is a song of deliverance? Psalm 40, our text. That's a song of deliverance. You say, I want deliverance. Get Psalm 40, 1 through 3 under your belt, start quoting it out loud, put a little tune to it, start singing it over your life. Literally, sing it over your life. It's so powerful. And then the final thing that will happen, you're singing about God, new song from where you were, he pulled you up, you're singing truth. Have you ever, I, I, now I'm not real good about what I'm about to say, but I've tried to do it. Have you ever tried to sing the scriptures? It's kind of interesting kind of puts a neat spin on uh, scriptures and then the singing. 
You just walk around your house, walk in the car. My car is kind of my sanctuary a lot of times. You just start putting scriptures to song. It's powerful. So two ways you know you've been brought up out of the pit. You're able to stand where you once couldn't. And number two, you have a new song that he has put in you, and you're starting to sing, and it's all about God and what he's done. And the neat thing is the last part, Psalm 40, verse 3. Many, many will see and fear, revere, worship, reverentially look at you and go, you know, look at God and go, what happened to you? I remember you were like this timid, and I know what happened to you when you were 14. And you're like, it doesn't matter anymore because God's gotten a hold of me. He reached down and pulled me up out, and he's put my feet on a rock himself, and I got, I got a destiny to fulfill. I got, a, I got a call in my life. I got something to do. And you're singing a new song. And many are seeing and fearing in a healthy way. And they then are putting their trust, their confidence, and their reliance on God. How powerful. Father, oh my goodness, this stuff is just, it's really so powerful, isn't it, God? It's just what you've given us and who you are and who you've made us to be, and it just goes on and on. Father, for the person watching or wherever this video is going to go, will you put a new song into my brother or my sister's mouth and into their heart? Will you put yourself in there and it'll just start to bubble up from their well? Will you do that, Lord? You did it for David. You did it for me. You did it for my team. You put a new song in our mouths. We love you, Lord. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Ah, hey, a couple of announcements. Look, if you're in the local area, we have a Christmas luncheon, and women are registering like crazy. We're just so thrilled. We've all been in this pandemic for a while, and it's just going to be so fun to be together in the local area. December 11th, go to the website and get all those details. Um, if you haven't subscribed I'm going to start putting out a neat, diligent effort. I want, I want you to watch these teachings. I want you to be a part. You go to the website. Easy to do. AnnaDonnieMinistries.com. Look for solutions. Kristen's got it on there. Scroll it down. You'll see solutions. It'll say, more, want more YouTubes? Click it, and there we are. I even tried. I went on to the Google search and typed in Anadani. Well, there are some other Anadonis. Isn't that wild? But if you look enough and you scroll down, you will see quite a few of our solutions shows are even on the search engine. So I don't think it's difficult to find us. We would be honored. Have you subscribed to the show? Uh, we are on Facebook Live. We are on YouTube. Podcast. You know, I, I'm real blessed our podcast does very well. I don't know who you podcasters are out there, but thank you for listening. I think we're going to be getting near our 2000th uh, podcast pretty soon here. It's very exciting to me. A um, couple more things. Prayer is key. Never think just because we're on the show, we're just trying to, you know, do all this without thinking of you. Honestly, we love you. We'll pray for you. Write to us. We've got an Anadonia Ministry store. If, you know, you're thinking, man, I need some more product. I want to learn. I want to grow. I got so many teachings on there. Free notes, etc. And then a uh, final thing. We would love to raise money to just broaden solutions with Anna Donahue, pay people, get a building, and uh, continue with what God's called us to do. Maybe you would love to be a part. I'd love to have a separate group that that's their, man, their vision is like, I'm, I'm supporting solutions with Anna Donahue. It'd be so neat. 
and we believe it's going to happen. You just go to anadonaministries.com, find the donate button, and you click it and you give. It's a great blessing. So gosh, in the meantime, thank you for joining us. We love you. We uh, love it when you see us out in the marketplace. You say, we watch the show. It's a blessing. So until next time, thank you for watching Solutions with Anna Donahue. God bless.